0: Welcome back, Cardboard Addicts, to another wonderful episode. Uh, we've got a plethora of topics for you. Uh, we're going to talk about our CAP TCG tournament results, although it's not finished. It will be finished by the time you're seeing this, but we're at least on the final, so we can tell you all that. Uh, whatnot Ooh. updating its terms of service. Uh, so that'll be interesting. Um, NFLPA has terminated its contract with Panini. So, what does that mean for some of the sports cards? Um, we got some oh, reveals, or not reveals, but a bunch of drops on Pokemon Center and some very interesting pickups of the week. So make sure you stick around for that. <laughs> All right, so we're back. Uh, let's get into our first topic. Um, so we've got the CAP TCG results. Uh, so, for those of you who didn't know, we ran a tournament uh, on the TCG Live. Uh, We had 16 participants, including myself. I was absolutely dog water. Um, I know a couple of other people might have been as well, but I think everyone had fun. And overall, the cool thing is that, you know, we have this uh, place where people can now go to talk about TCG Live. And anyone is welcome. Our Discord link will be down below. Hopefully we remember to do that. Um, So if you want to check it out, definitely feel free to join uh, just to, you know, hang out. And uh, if you want to do TCG Live stuff, whatever, we got that. But here are some of the results. Um, Let me see if I can make this zoom. Oh, I can. Wow, look at that. Professional over here. Uh, So round one, we had Sudan versus Paul Smenko. What? I got swept. Uh, I mean, most everyone in the first round did. If you didn't, congrats. Uh, At least you stood a chance. Uh, We had Big Shifter, a.k.a. Cirque. I believe this was Smokey's nephew uh, versus Steel. Steel won that 2-0 uh gonzo versus bam just like that also 120 shadow fiend versus myself easy 2-0 win i think i in two matches got a total of 20 damage so uh absolutely embarrassed the cap squad but i pretty much knew if i played along i would so it doesn't matter uh ren versus yeah yeah true uh ren versus mini minnow uh he ended up notching the victory there two to one uh, I don't know anything about how the matches went, but uh, I don't believe Mini Minnow is a uh, big time TCG player for uh, for uh, Pokemon. I think uh, he's into nostalgics at this point. So maybe if Ren puts together a nostalgics tournament, Mini Minnow can come out and redeem himself. Um, the other match was Stone 91 versus Tame Bugster. Tame Bugster took that 2 0. Uh, Smokey versus Ian with Ian. Ian took that 2 0. And Steven versus Cardboard HD. Ah, uh, Steven took that two to one. I thought that was I am with Ian, but oops. Mm-mm, that's Ian with Ian. That's uh, Gonzo's friend. That's pretty cool.
1: Yeah, yeah. It was a cool round. I mean, Paul, uh, you know, versus Paul, the, my first match there. I mean, I, I, I kind of you was know, like, you know, I'm probably gonna get swamped by this guy. I'm not a great player. I'm I mean, an
0: average he's player. pretty much a professional. So, mm-hmm. to be yeah, fair, I was sure. not surprised for anybody to lose to him. Yeah, you know he's, he's
1: he's pretty much run down the gauntlet and looks pretty awesome. I mean, I mean, not <laughs> anybody gets it. He he said that I was pretty all right for what I was. doing. Hey. I I just honestly I need more work in the game, and you know it was super cool to actually like be able to bounce ideas with him and stuff like that. And we have a rematch going. And he's like, he's the <laughs> real deal. He's going to do like Philadelphia regionals and stuff. No, Pittsburgh. Like
0: Pittsburgh? Oh, okay, I was yeah, like, it was one of those
1: P words. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, he's
0: uh, he's going to Pittsburgh for uh, the North American Championship or something like that regionals. Uh, so good luck to you, Paul. Uh, hopefully, you can uh, go out there and uh, get some victories. Um, but yeah, he he clearly, I mean, I don't think he's lost a match yet. So that's saying a lot. Um, he was telling me he
1: had to switch up his stuff a little bit, but he was able to adapt quickly, which is what you need to do in some of these situations. You can go in with one deck, and that's like that's how we play. We know one deck through the you know entire matches, and there's no changing. And it was, you know, you have to be able
0: to adapt, and if you can't, you're out. I mean, yeah. And and that's the thing. I I never even thought about that. Apparently, we had a little bit of a discrepancy. I believe in this match here about switching out the decks. And I, to be honest, obviously I don't I don't play any of the TCG, so I didn't even have that in my mindset. Um, but yeah, I mean that makes sense that you wouldn't really be able to go in and and do a whole lot to change it out. You know what I mean? It would be more of a change the strategy within your deck type of deal. But yeah, I mean, is. Like when you go to a
1: tournament, there's so many people coming into these tournaments, they're not going to want you to constantly, between matches, here's my, and I don't know if they do multiple, I, I've never been at a real life tournament, it's one of those ones yeah, that yeah, maybe yeah. one day I'll get the guts to go and go to this, anxiety's a thing! But, you know, um, you know it wonder, I mean, they don't want to have to re-register your deck, unless you yeah. can register multiple decks at certain ones, but that does, that just makes sense, play through it, but in the TCT life, it's not really the way our we played it, it's kind of makes it really easy because between each battle you it's it's an individual battle. It's not a three battles best of kind of situation, which would be super cool if Pokemon T C G actually add that to the T C G live it would be a cool feature to have
0: like tournaments and stuff. Yeah. That would have been really handy during this. Uh <laughs> if that wasn't
1: that would have solved that issue in the first place. And I think it was our, also our fault that uh, there was a comment that would, didn't get pinned, but it was kind of implied that, you know, no switching decks, but
0: it was yeah, still that's I was I this match right here.
1: It
0: was super cool and cordial about it. and Yeah. I mean, like I said, the biggest thing I wanted out of this was that everyone has fun and everyone has the ability to essentially, I guess, kind of create those friendships with people from this. So you know, the fact that we have this Discord channel that still remains open, like the uh, the specific channel within it, um, that is clearly for the TCG Live stuff. So anybody who's uh, into playing on there can totally feel free to join. And at minimum, just chat it up about, hey, anybody want to run some matches? Anybody want to play whatever? I have, you know, decks I want to test out. Anybody available type of deal? Because um, there's a bunch of people, and I know that's people all over for one America, but I think there's a couple people outside of America too. So you've got different time zones, you know, if your schedule is different, mm-hmm. whatever the case may be. So, and the cool thing now, I mean, I don't, I've never done it, um, but I know you can play on your phone too. So you can uh, potentially play on the go if you had to. Um, so something to think about. I was, I was worried I would have to do that on mine because I, I
1: felt bad because we started the tournament right as my beginning of my work week. And, you know, I get ten hour days, so I was like, "Oh God, I don't want to push Paul out." So, but we got it done that first night, and it was actually a lot of fun. And we actually ended up talking for a little bit later afterwards about it. You know, mm-hmm. and, uh, shooting the shit about like playing and like
0: how our strategies, and you know, it
1: was cool. And I look forward to a rematch.
0: Yeah, definitely. And I mean, you know, we could always uh, try to rerun this again. I wouldn't say super soon, more so to. You know, just kind of figure, like, for one, let this one cool down. But then oh, old days. Very true. Um, but it's crazy. If you look in the second round, only Ren got a win out of the losers, you know. Everyone else got swept. <laughs> it's kind of crazy. Um, yeah, it's uh,
1: pretty crazy to see that our man Gonzo got swept by that Shadow Fiend. Good job, Shadow Fiend. But Gonzo, man, he's a pretty good player. He's beat me a couple of times, too. And I'm still looking forward to the rematch. I- I don't know if he used his uh, Raichu deck, but that thing's a beast.
0: I, I'll be honest. I don't know which deck he used. I just know that uh, – I think he had one close match because I was kind of uh, – I was there, I guess, while he was playing. I didn't see what was happening. But, um, yeah, it's kind of crazy, I guess. I just – I never really thought about – I figured once you got to, like, round two and then the semifinals, there'd be um, more, I guess – I'm not saying they, that, that people aren't savvy players here, right? Cause I'm, I'm kind of, I, I'm, I guess I'm a little bit surprised that people got swept again in the, in the semifinals, but I'm guessing yeah, it's yeah. just, it comes down to like those last second turns type of deal. You know what I mean? Like, someone ends up taking it at the last second. And if you get lucky twice, you know what I mean? Like, and I guess, I guess when you think about it, I mean, while there is a whole lot of strategy that goes into it, part of it is luck. I mean. Well, that's uh, kind of what happened
1: in the second round with steel against Paul. Like even Paul was saying like he got the luck of the draw and even on my second match versus Paul, i had no like i I wasn't pulling what i was needing to get because sometimes you have to pull certain cards to get what would be like your engine going either it be the yeah, yeah. box or some other stuff or the it just once you get it going and you can get that running you're fine yeah and the idea is to get it up and running as quick as it can and the luck of the draw can really screw you on that one and i know steel was mentioning not like it had some really bad pull and it sucks. Sometimes you just don't get an energy draw, or you might not pull that one Pokemon or that supporter you need. It's that's what's fun about it.
0: Yeah, no, and and that's the thing. I, I'm overall, I'm pretty happy with how this ended up going, especially being our first time doing this. Um, mm-hmm. There was a lot of uh, uncertainties about things. Um, huge shout out to Koba for sending out some prizes to us as well. That was really awesome. Uh, they and they completely did that on their own, by the way. Uh, just for everyone's awareness as a company, um, this wasn't like, hey, we reached out and we're like, you know, hey, some of us are ambassadors with you and we'd love you know, to kind of like put your name on this or anything like that. They straight up saw that we were promoting this and we're like, hey, we'd love to like throw some prizes in the prize pool, uh, do some of this or that. So they offered a discount code to the people who played. Uh, emails have been sent for everyone. Um, so. Yeah, definitely, definitely really cool. I hope the people who participated and got the code cards, or not the code cards, the discount code for Koba actually take advantage of that because uh, they're an amazing company. I mean, I know they're smaller and a lot of people might focus on value, what they're grading and everything like that. But if you're not too worried about that and you just want your cards encapsulated in a nice slab, um, they, they make really high quality slabs. They're they're very comparable to um, BGS, the like sizing and everything, dimensions. Um, very very sturdy feeling. They they feel really solid. Uh, so if you're interested, it's a it's a really good discount code. Uh, highly recommend you check it out. I'm just saying it's uh, it's worthwhile. Um, but yeah, we've I got. Hope I hope to get a chance to do it. I just I'm I'm, I'm kind
1: of at this point where I haven't had the opportunity to send stuff greeting. They were the ones that I was considering next for it when I was doing it. I'm not an ambassador. I, I I'm I'm not cool enough. Uh, I, I they they sent Zen a box. It had glitter on the box. I freaked out. I think I offended somebody. I'm sorry. I don't like glitter. It's not a, not a thing to send me glitter. My
0: address doesn't exist. Man, glitter bombs all day to suit on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I would probably die. We. We have two final matches. We have our uh, our third place match here and our, our finals, of course. Uh, so this will determine the winner. It is between Paul and Steven. Um, at the time of recording this, I think it will have happened. I'm not 100% sure. Uh, but if it hasn't, or either way, I guess, good luck to everybody with your last two the last two matches. Yeah, um, this will determine everyone who's getting prizes, though. It will determine uh, first, second, third, and fourth place. Um, so... We're really excited to see how this ends up turning out uh, as far as the last uh, two matches. And, um, you know, again, everyone who participated, thank you so much. Uh, Made our first attempt at this uh, a really fun and successful one, I would like to say. Uh, So whenever we do another one, we have some building points there. And, uh, you know, in Ren's case, I think he's planning to actually possibly do a Nostalgics one at some point. Uh, And that one will be interesting because, of course, it'll be on uh, TTS or you'll have to do face-to-face like card down cams uh so that you can play with real cards um that'll be interesting uh so if he ends up doing that good luck to everybody i'll probably participate in that just because you know i like Nostalgics. i he will have to coach me through it as it happens (laughs) but at least uh at least i can say i did it then um so i would probably take part in that as well i don't know a darn thing about
1: how to play nostalgics but it it Still, it looks a lot
0: more fun than a lot of
1: games out there, and so I'm curious about it.
0: I, I yeah, I hear, it's, I hear it's easy to pick up. Um, of course, that's easy for me to say based on just hearing it, but for someone like me who's not into playing card games, I imagine that it's a little bit trickier. So, like, someone like you, Sudon, who has played plenty of different card games, because I imagine you've played, obviously, Pokemon. You've probably tried your hand at what, like, at least Magic, I would assume. Magic, Yu-Gi-Oh, Pokemon, Digimon. Um. So, basically, they probably follow some sort of similar suits in a way that, you know, you'd be like, oh, okay, yeah, that's like this. And, you know, that sort of thing. So, it would be completely... I don't want to say completely relatable. I guess that's not fair to say. But, you know, you'd have those, like, oh, okay, yeah, I can pick up on that. That makes sense. Whereas, for me, I have no clue outside of Pokemon. So, and even Pokemon, I don't really understand. <laughs> so, it's like... You know, for well, me, I, it'd be a lot more different, I guess.
1: I'm, I'm like a natural genius, though. I like pick things up immediately. Like, hand me a deck of cards, and suddenly I know how to play the game. It's not All true. All right, brain man. I, know, <laughs> I, I just met his and I'm still lost. So, <laughs> no, I, I would like to learn. I, honestly, I was thinking like it would be cool to do another tournament, not only for Pokemon, it would be cool to do a nostalgic tournament, maybe even cool to even try to do a Digimon. It's a fun game. The problem with Digimon and its community at this point is it's really kind of like there's no, like, there's the people who play for fun, and that's a really small community. Everybody on the other side is super competitive, which is kind of killing a lot of the fun. So that's where Digimon's kind of a problem. It has some, and it's got a lot of nuances, but it'd be fun to do. I lost Rarpee.
0: He's like, no. Hey. No, I was, uh, so real quick, you see your volume bar? Yeah. Can you adjust it back to like 50%? How did it go all the way up? I was trying to adjust it down to like slightly, like a like maybe right there, or slightly higher, and it just was like yeah. max volume, and I was like, uh, but it wouldn't, it wouldn't let me adjust it from there. So, anyways, uh, uh, but,
1: <laughs> sorry, but I yeah. decided to get really r- r- vocal about Digimon tag.
0: <laughs> so much <laughs> emphasis, but no, I mean, like I know um, in Ren's podcast, the the Void podcast he does for Nostalgics, they talked about that Zaba is trying to do a um, an actual like TCG online thing for nostalgics. Once that happens, that'll be really cool. Now, I don't know how that would work, if that means there'll be code cards for their stuff, if that means, you know, whatever it means, but that'll be cool because that's one thing that Pokemon has over most TCG formats, I would assume, is the fact that they have not only just an online one, but also the fact that they have now the mobile one. So, you know, again, going back to what we were talking about, you can play from you know your phone you can play at work you can play on the you know on vacation whatever so like if you're just trying to casually play because i imagine playing on your phone is probably not nearly as good as playing at your computer or like some sort of you know nicer setup but hopefully
1: there were uh, that's just no and i was like whoa um it kind of cuts yeah part of the because you I mean you, you had imagine the field it doesn't do it like this it doesn't vertical yeah yeah, yeah. as far as i know i haven't really played it the settings are very simple it's got a lot of update to do
0: yeah needs a lot needs a lot playing playing from your phone is going to be tough regardless just because of how small the field ends up being i know steel said he's done it and he said that that's the annoyances everything is so shrunken down which makes sense i mean phones are only but so big I've played on the old one on my iPad and, you know, you figure your iPad is typically, you know, bigger screen. It's like the nine inch iPad. So not quite the biggest one, but you know, it's definitely big. So like that one's not so bad. It's pretty responsive. Like you can see everything. The only thing I don't like about playing on a mobile device though, is, um, you don't have the ability to hover over and read cards. You have to click on them individually and then click again to like minimize the card. So it's, and it makes sense because, I mean, how else would you do it? But that's kind of the only kicker to that is playing mobile means you have to be, like, kind of quick with those things. Hopefully your device is responsive and doesn't have a lag or, you know, any of those annoying things <laughs> yeah, that happen. I played a few matches
1: in my, in my day uh, of the – actually recently on my mobile just because sometimes you just, like, you want to get those daily matches out of the way. And since you're on the phone, why not? But if you lose signal it's it's really tough and i found this a lot more in pokemon go and also uh, sleep and this is it uh and it could just be my phone is starting to throttle down and it's a few years old but it's just there and you you're trying to do a move and it's like no up here no, I'm oh yeah, up here. Yeah, yeah no i'm up here like pokeballs go flying left and right i didn't even <laughs> touch the screen the pokeball gets tossed i'm like thanks you know yeah. It's, it's just that it starts lagging down when it starts getting too much going on. But as I said it's cool to do it, and I think this, as you were saying, you know, if nostalgics does it, it'll be a huge boon for them because I mean it'll be huge because that, that allows them for a digital release across manufacturer platform, whereas you can't always get, you
0: know, to the you know to a local game store or well, something like that. Also you figure at least well, I, probably both of them. I I'd be honest. I don't really know. I know their first uh, set was released globally, so you figure there's got to be player bases um, in Europe, and I think there was some in Australia and stuff that they did the release for. So like, all those people that you know, I, you'd have to assume they probably had more people in America that got into it versus some of the other places. Could be totally wrong. Not not to say you know not to limit anybody, but if there's player bases and they're so spread out having that online game, that ability to connect online, you know, they have a probably a a pretty active Discord to the point where once that happens, you'll have a bunch of people like, hey, here's my username, here's my username. Like, let's all link up, play matches, you know? And in theory, the way he could have it designed is he could take some of the feedback, like what we're saying for Pokemons, and be like, hey, you want to run a tournament? We have a system inside of this where you can design tournaments, you know? Maybe maybe where it kind of limits you is, so one thing we, we figured out as we were uh, doing our tournament it's easier if you have the exponents uh, of two so two, four, eight, 16, 32 those type of numbers because then you don't have to worry about buys whereas if you have any other sets of numbers, um, you know obviously you have people that don't uh, fit in the scheme so then you have to either give them a buy, make somebody play twice something so but either way he could uh, he could do a whole lot with that. It'd be really cool. I'm hoping that that does roll out um, sooner than later. I think Ren said it's like six to eight months is uh, is the projected time right now, which is not too bad. I mean, that gives them another time, enough time to set out another set, probably have time to upload all of those cards from set base set Harmonic Surge, and I, uh, the the new set that's coming out soon uh, escapes me at the moment. But uh, um, I'm, I'm bad at myself. Yeah, I know. I can't remember. Part of it is a C, I think. Uh, either way, I know, I know. Ren, if he was here, he would obviously have immediately said it. But anyways, um, that set I'm sure will be in this mix, and he could go back and backfill all those sets on, and then that way it's like okay, boom, boom, boom. However, they do the cards. I don't, you know, I don't know if it's gonna be one of those things where he, you know, because there was no code cards. If it's like gonna be a, you know, here's a code for. So that's the
1: problem they got oh that's a hurdle that they gotta figure out is how since they mm-hmm. haven't been and mean pokemon i mean quickly decided to start putting the code cards in but you know is that the way they do the delivery method or do they make the cards scannable and then you put that into your like if you have the physical card scan the card have something on there i mean. I honestly thought that would always be the cool thing. I'm like, why do I need to code for another digital pack that gives you only five cards of the Pokemon side versus ten cards out of the you know physical pack? Why can't I, kind of like the e-reader? You know, you actually had the card, swipe it, it's yours. Not that I want to swipe all my cards. I have <laughs> technology that can scan now physically. I mean, yeah, take a picture and boom. And boom. Yeah, so yeah. It's simple enough to add that that way. I mean. I'm yeah bored. i wish I mine mean, had it they have a little bit of a like online thing but they haven't released a
0: big like playing versus each other yeah and that's well, kind of a shame and i think i think the world we're in now having gone through the pandemic having hopefully learned a lot from that i would imagine a lot of TCGs are going to go to an online format not solely online but it would be kind of silly for these guys not to do that at some point and like Actually, jump on what could be with that. Obviously, I could be totally wrong. Maybe they tell us no. I don't know. Um, but I would like to see that happen. Uh, but and we'll see. Also
1: not aware of the operational cost of keeping a game up and running along the ser- you know holding those servers possible, and then never mind the developmental time that it needs to build something like this. But Also true. Take into account that some of these companies also have the like Bandai for account. You know. I mean, they, they they can put they they put up plenty of games.
0: Yeah, so they must well, have they have the manpower to do it. You would think. I mean, you know, yeah, I, I think it's all probably also about the demand. I mean, in Pokemon's case, you're talking about probably what the number one or at least a top three TCG all time. You know,
1: it took a while to get that to where they are. Like as you said, mobiles a big deal. I mean, I used to be able to do it on my phone back in the day, but that's very limited. And it would always update and break. Yeah. You know, kind of shit like that. And the thing is, is, you know, Yu Gi Oh is a dime of a dozen. There's like 60 billion of those. You can go, you type Yu Gi Oh into the game store app and you'll find like six or seven of them, you know? Same are with- those uh, fan made, though? No. They're legitimate, like real games. If they are done, I think Konami, if they see you by Konami or an affiliate of Konami, it's, it's a legit
0: game. And they're usually pretty good. But why and- would there be more than one? You know, that's, that's what's weird about to me. You know know I mean, that's, you know, yeah, I guess, I don't know.
1: Yeah. They had how many different, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh DX, Yu-Gi-Oh, you know, Yu-Gi-Oh, they had the different series. And so I, I can't
0: just, speak on it too much. Cause I wasn't, I collected Yu-Gi-Oh for such a blip. You know what I mean? But, but like, yeah. It was one of those, like I had got
1: handed stuff. The anime was a thing. I went and saw the movie that was about it. And then I gave all my cards to my friends. So yeah, no, no loss in my opinion. there's there's still that like they have the digital platform magic they have the power of hasbro you know behind them so that they have digital platforms for magic and of course on everything you know you can play that on your playstation they actually have standalone games where you can go and buy it the disc so it's one of those things is why did it take so long and i mean I, i saw a post today somebody was like why don't we get an actual pinball i'm all like well that would be a fun one too you know, a remake of the old pinball game. It takes them so long for Pokemon to go, oh, yeah, people want this? Let's How about let's do this?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, there's a lot that could be done. It's just a matter of, I guess, enough feedback coming. I don't know. I mean, I was happy when they remade Snap. I know there's also a lot of push for the stadium games and stuff like that, which would be really cool when you think about the fact that the whole purpose of Stadium was to battle, and you could always, you know, do that online now. but. Dude, I am disappointed in Pokemon.
1: They could have made a total, so much more money with Snap. Think about with Snap 2, if they had paid attention to the fact that they know, they knew Gen 8 was there, they knew Gen 9 was coming. You know, we knew that they knew those things were coming, and they know Gen 10's on the way, I'm sure. But, you know, it's one of those things is, why didn't they go, uh uh-oh, we have the Galar region. New,
0: new snap regions that we can and DLCs. Yeah, like have. DLCs. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Same yeah, Snap was so
0: cool, but I because that was like my favorite N sixty four game ever. And I I'm just really disappointed in like I loved that they remade it and I think they remade it pretty well. I think there's just more they could have, should have done. Um but overall it was it was a really good game. I just I'm I'm interested why they haven't pushed to redo a lot more of the games because again like stadium you know i mean i guess they did like that uh the pokin game and stuff like that and it's sort of the same not quite it's it's more of like a tekken pokemon type of thing but no, there's no. a lot they could have done and i i commend them for trying new things like pokin but pokin is so i think specific type of player base whereas if you did stadium like an online stadium game that'd be so many people because you have, you know, like, for example, outside of me, the five of you, or four of you guys, you know, you, Ren, Gonzo, and Zen, know a lot about Pokemon typing and weaknesses and all that, and would easily, like, think about what, obviously, this is just thinking ahead. If they did something like that, how many tournaments you could host with those type of things? You know, it'd be the same exact thing as the cards, except for, obviously, a team of six, and, you know, it'd be the VGC all over again. Yes, that's technically what the VGC does, you know, the... Um, I guess the way they do those is through like sword and shield, through Scarlet Violet, but like conceptually, Stadium was literally built just to be a battling game. So, you know. Anyways, getting getting that
1: they kind of like in a way is kind of a bad example is uh, Master EX is kind of that battle battle because you have the three way
0: team that's kind of it's all battling. So I, never, I never played it and really checked in on it to know. Because like, the problem is it's another, it's a mobile game, right? So you have a lot of that grind every day thing. And I, 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 my problem is if I do that kind of stuff, I get way too into it. Whereas I, I don't have the time to be way too into things. And like Pokemon Go was so much more leisurely because it's kind of like, oh, anywhere you go, you can play and you can kind of play because you're playing just yourself. Um, Obviously, raids and stuff like that are... Um, cooperative and stuff but it was a little bit easier to get into uh, go and like really kind of be like focused on it but that's just me i mean i you know i'm nothing against master ex and all that kind of stuff i know a lot of people who played it slash play it
1: for me i just didn't like the way it was in the style of game i and i could see where pokemon could be like well if people want to battle like battle in stadium why don't they just connect on to you know and do the random battles online, you know, through whatever game is currently out because those are still available even back to Sword and Shield. So
0: I think it's just that um that nostalgia, you know. And oh yeah, the thing yeah. is, everyone who wants the Pokemon Stadium remakes is probably older than twenty five. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Like nobody like twenty and under is like Pokemon Stadium, you know. I mean, not well, to say
1: well, no keep one within the next ten years, I'll predict that, you know. But the thing is, is I'd honestly love them to do, like, okay, let's animate the new Pokemon in that old N64 CGI and just kind of put that just trash dump and make it look just like that.
0: Honestly, I think if you did that, because, you know, so uh, Ren was streaming uh, Pokemon, uh, the the N64 Stadium 2, I think. Mm -hmm. Um, If you just took that game, remastered it a little bit, like updated the graphics from, what, probably 480, 360 to 720, and just added all what is it thousand and six Pokemon or whatever it is, bro. <laughs> like that would be so. E- I don't. I mean, function. You know. Yeah, like I- I'm not gonna say it'd be super easy, but it'd be easy. I think e- easy enough. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. It's it's one of those things. You know how that goes. Um, but moving on, mind, I-
1: it looks like it would be easy. The simplistic yeah. idea, I- but the developers are going, "You son of a bitches!" I don't realize. <laughs> yeah.
0: You guys keep asking and never, never just letting it calm down. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's, just, it's 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 hard, and we want things, and it'd be cool to do certain things. But I just like kind of go. At what point do they listen? And then they're be like, "Nah, here's some crazy Hawaiian shirt line that we're gonna put on the Pokemon yeah. Center," you know? And like nobody wanted that.
0: Who'd you listen yeah. to that?
1: Where's Hold on. Or where's the collection gaming? Where's the collections? You know where that we yeah. asked. Of the old games, the original versions of these I, games, they don't have to be remixed.
0: Yeah, I mean I feel like there's so much money they're losing out on by not just being like slap it on the you know new eShop. But mm-hmm. um speaking of money though, I wanted to talk about this, I forgot to put it on the dock. Um but we have some prices from Obsidian Flames. Uh these are um over the course of last week, I believe, or maybe I guess kind of like a week ago um this is through tcg player so you have your obsidian flames chase cards here these are not obviously all of them these are just the top 10 and their prices so the charizard sar or sir is holding strong at about 96 dollars now uh could have gone up since this time but uh the char the gold charizard uh has dropped to th- about 39 dollars uh, n- most of these don't have a huge price shift. I guess the biggest one that is shown is uh, surprisingly, the regular Charizard EX went from 24 to 33, which is kind of crazy because it's just a regular EX. But well, that's because its playability. It's actually starting to pop up in some decks. So that's, that's what I'm hearing. Comparable. That's what I'm hearing. But it's funny that it's a little bit more, it's almost the exact same price as this uh, regular Charizard Full Art here. Um, and actually approaching the gold one at that point, but um, yeah. So it's about two hundred dollars if you wanted to get all four Charizards just outright. Um, something to think about. The Pidgeot EX is about twenty dollars now. The Gita is about ten dollars. It dropped about three dollars. That Nine Tails. Bucks. That. that um, I mean, at least it went up. I mean, you know, I'm kind of like fifty percent of these went down. So. Uh, small shift there. Uh, the Tyranitar EX is about $10, still went down about 10 cents. The Clefa, um, Clef-a is down to about seven fifty, And the Ice Q EX, uh, the one where he's flying through the air, um, is about $5 now. That's kind of crazy because that's an alt art. So, something to think about with this set. I know, you know, the English side is not seeing as much of a huge collector's chase like the. Uh, Japanese side has seen so, you know, it might be time it's to start weird. kind of jumping yeah. on these.
1: The waifu situation is so weird, like one set to the next, it's just kind of like who, yeah. who's let making me. this decision? I'm like, come on. Gita's let's, great. Like Let's look it up.
0: The Gita on, uh, let me change that. Uh, Gita full okay. art Japanese. That same card, Japanese, is $200. Uh no it's not that's a lie. It's that person has it as 200 or best offer, but here's right now a buy it now for 4778 and then another one for 150. So not really sure what the hell the difference is there. Um then you can get the regular full art for about 25. I would say you can get both of them for a total of probably about 60 bucks if you do enough shopping around because I'm seeing a lot of offers for the the uh secret rare or the the alt art one the one where she's like sitting down reading that one for about 45 almost 50 bucks and then the other one for about 16 so I might actually pick some of those up once the price goes down a little bit more but anyways I uh, just thought that was an interesting tidbit from obsidian flames because you know, a lot of the cards are I would say there's a lot more chases than just this. Of course, you know, the Hound the Larvitar, so on and so forth. I'm sure those are super cheap cards because obviously these are probably the most expensive ones. So outside of these Charizards, if you want to collect any of these, you pretty much can get all of them for probably a hundred bucks, you know, if you want every single one of the chase cards.
1: Well the thing is is like it's for me, it's just good to see Charizard trending. Based on the
0: fact that it's a playable card and not just a Charizard, I'm sure playability probably comes out of play with this one. And this is solely based on more of like the collector aspect. Just because, you know, $100, you're probably not really willing to buy this and then slap it in your deck. Maybe you are. Maybe you got it like that. And if you do, so be it. But uh, I'd imagine the average collector is probably going after this one. And if they're feeling a little fancy, then maybe this one or this one. Because these are all almost the same price. You're talking about a six dollar difference. So if you're that worried about it, you're probably like, eh, you know, eh, I can sell it or I can I can buy that. But, you know, for the most part, though, it is interesting to see the gold one has dropped drastically in price over time, whereas <laughs> the regular EX has jumped drastically uh, in the what two weeks since it's been out. So that's kind of interesting. I'm not surprised that these are the four most chased cards, uh, obviously. I think a lot of people had that argument that this wasn't a super great set overall. I disagree. I think there's a lot of great artwork in this set. Um, but as a Charizard fan, of course, I would love to get my hands on like this one and the full art. I have none of them, so you know. Great. I didn't pull any
1: Charizards for my one ETB that I've opened this set, but I did get a couple pretty awesome cards. I mean, it was still fun. I was uh, speaking with. Uh, it was it? Hound Hour. I forget the the late young lady or the young person's name, but they uh they were talking about how they like the Hound Hours in the set, and yeah. Uh, they, and what's um, weird, they didn't put a Hound Doom,
0: huh? They didn't, they didn't put didn't... a. I don't think though. No. I don't. Mean, I think it's just an EX, but not an like a, an art re- or you know an SAR type of card. Oh yeah, there's no SAR for it. I think that's really odd too. But there's like a normal like
1: common card for Hound Doom. yeah but it was like uh we were talking um the art the set like i wish some of them like the buffalo actually
0: took me by surprise i'm like this should be a full art yeah i mean and that's the thing i've kind of liked that overall the cards are getting i would say better it seems like even just your regular commons on commons tend to have really good uh overall art to them, which is cool. I mean, I, and that, you know, I, I think maybe, maybe we're just kind of also starting to appreciate more arts. I don't know. I mean, we're we're getting blessed with a ton of crazy art rares, um, illustrator rares, I guess, for the English side, uh, secret illustrator rares or whatever it's called. All those cards are insane. Like normal Pokemon that you probably don't necessarily care about, but the art is pretty, pretty, like pretty special, pretty, overall like kind of just appealing visually so like it takes you know like uh, for our full art friday today because we're recording this on a friday um which full art friday is a thing if you'd like to participate just check us out on instagram down below um but yeah we uh i posted the uh caterpie and it's a caterpie you know what i mean like it's a super basic pokemon Mo- most time you just toss that basic card to the side nobody cares but the art rare from the 151 set is pretty amazing i think Um, you know, it's, it encapsulates what I think is a very realistic, if, if Caterpie was real, a very realistic situation for Caterpie, it's two, it's a Caterpie in the tree, like off a branch. And then another Caterpie, like looking over the branch at you, like, as if you took a picture, like looking up at them. So it's just, you know, it's neat that they kind of did these things that are very real world situations for those. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like. Not all the cards are like that, but they kind of, with the 151, just really kind of went mostly that route, which I thought was cool. Um, but, you know, that's just me. Maybe maybe you out there don't appreciate these arts. You know, maybe maybe somebody out there says they don't like them, and, you know, boo-hoo for you. Nobody cares. I'm just happy to see a variety,
1: and honestly, I'll have to say... It was one of the first times opening up an ETB in a while, and it felt good to open up, and I kind of want to pick up more packs. Of the Let me e- ask you
0: a question. Time. Did you think your ETB was pretty solid overall, though? Like, maybe not like, oh, my God, this is the best ETB ever, but, like, compared to the past? Compared to the past, it
1: felt a lot more solid. Uh, I mean, I got probably about four hits. I got uh, the Pidgeotto posted it on the Instagrams, but mm-hmm. – uh, Obviously, it was still great to pull. I'm not used to the multiple reverse hollows, so that one's kind of a new thing to me. And I'm yeah. like, ooh, this is
0: pretty. Look at this one. Ooh, got another one. You know? Yeah. So, when I'm separating my bulk, that uh, that pile builds up a lot faster now. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I'm like, but it was cool to open up stuff, and I'm, I'm going want to open up more of the set. I'm just sad I didn't pull a single stun fisk, and I'm. Uh, I mean, the set's got a stun fisk.
0: I set you one. Well, I set you two aside. Look at that beautiful boy. Yeah, look mm-hmm. how nasty it is. Uh, <laughs> but, all right, moving on to another topic, uh, the whatnot situation. So for those of you who uh, watched our episode like two, three weeks ago, uh, Blake breaks got in trouble for having hopped on uh, the old whatnots. Uh, well, I guess it wasn't him himself, but his team on whatnot um doing those special breaks where uh the old pack switcheroo you know something shady there happening um and a lot of people called him out called out whatnot basically for not addressing it he ended up getting banned from whatnot um some so shout out to whatnot for actually finally taking a stand i mean golly example of somebody well, you know, it's about damn time, honestly. Um, but, anyways, they have also gone ahead and addressed um, the overall situation in general. So, a lot of what attracts people on whatnot is that uh, that chance at a win. You know, it's 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 gambling at the end of the day. Um, so, they are. Uh, putting out a bunch of new rules, um, so if you go to Whatnot, this was at, this was says today, I think it was actually like a few days ago that they put this out, but basically there's a lot of um, uh, new banned bits that are really popular, one of them is like the ba- the bounties, um, I believe those have been banned, no longer will, actually this is, this goes into effect on August 28th, which I believe is Monday, so when you're seeing this actually, um, but that was banned. Um the any like gambling, uh more specific type of gambling versus just obviously buying packs. Technically that is a gamble anytime you buy a pack, but that's that's gambling, you're just going to the store when you think about it and buying a pack. So however you view that, but um everything you want to see uh is pretty much here laid out what type of things are allowed, what's not allowed. Um, you know, obviously certain things are pretty straightforward, I would say. So like If you're doing a break, uh, you can only sell as many spots as there are for packs or whatever break pieces. So, you know, if you're breaking a a Pokemon booster box, there's 36 packs. You can't sell more than 36. That's, I would think, relatively obvious. Uh, (laughs) You know, what would be the point of selling more than 36? Um, But yeah, so there's a lot on here um, that they actually laid out. And honestly, it's pretty cool. I think there's... uh, I think it's cool to see them at least addressing it um, because I think the, the quicker whatnot goes about basically addressing things and actually handling actual scammers. You, you, know, I mean, there's other things on whatnot that happen that people, you know, might complain about. And that's probably more on like a, a ethical, um, just how people interactions type of deal. But as far as actual fairness within these, you know, pra- uh, breaks, I mean, we've seen people, accidentally filming the wrong piece and showing uh someone switching out packs from um uh mystery bags we've seen people switching out packs in general we've seen people doing all kinds of stuff you know what i mean and a lot of times it goes uh un uh addressed i guess unaddressed from uh, whatnot uh but it's cool to actually see them putting out Uh, This statement, this is like the new whatnot support, uh, like FAQs type of deal. Um, So if you're ever interested in what is and isn't allowed, uh, go through here. If you're a seller, make sure you check the
1: which should have known already. Mm -hmm. The thing is, is this is kind of, I'm sure their lawyers went, we have to put this out because then they they try to sue us for this. They can Mm -hmm. only go after the the actual person that's doing it, not whatnot. But this is something that should have been there in the first place you know protecting the the audience the buyer yeah. in a way yeah but it's still kind of like it's still a weird situation
0: yeah and my thing I, i'm like i said i'm glad that they addressed a lot of this um my problem is there's still just I, it'll be interesting to see how quickly they actually Crack down on stuff I mean I guess if they put out Hey these are prohibited actions On whatnot if you are found Out doing it because I imagine every stream Is essentially recorded on their end so they can always Go back and watch a playback If they catch you doing any Of these things they're going to immediately Ban you I would assume you know I mean They put this statement out there they gave like a week's Heads up with it so it's on you Basically not to do these things I would assume is how they would mm-hmm. handle it Maybe somewhere in that long ass format of uh, uh, form f- forum, they addressed it. I obviously didn't read all of it, but it would be cool to see them really crack down on these things because I like whatnot as a thought. Because you know, there is that fun in hey, you're you're in this um, uh, break type of deal. Like, I don't really have anything wrong against breaks themselves. I don't participate in a ton, but we've seen plenty of, especially for newer TCGs, where. Hey, somebody's trying to you know offload maybe some of their product. They're just you know doing like kind of like a fire sale, two dollar packs. Normally, packs are like five plus dollars each, something like that. So it gives you a chance to jump in on those, get some cheap packs. You know, you you're not going to be in, end up spending a whole lot of money on that. Of course, you don't get to open them, but you know you still might get the, well, you should still get the pools, but you might get some really good pools out of it for two dollars. Um, you know, there's all kinds of stuff that have happened. My thing that I believe i oh, sorry. Yeah.
1: I was just gonna say it's a good way for like small TCG or not TCGs but LGSs to to get out there and go, hey, I don't have a large populace of people coming to my store. My my eBay doesn't get a huge a lot a lot of traffic, but I have this strange following here on it and whatnot. Yeah, it allows me to sell it. Now, if it, they're doing legit, so, you know, breaks, that's a good thing. You know, it's fine. Yeah, but if they're sitting there doing stuff that's shady, this, yeah.
0: God. And, and that, that same thing for the small TCGs, you figure what a lot of small TCGs, smaller TCGs have done is worked with some of the bigger breakers, you know, or, you know, maybe not bigger breakers, but, you know, hey, if you, if you, if you, yeah, if you have a, a good turnout, typically from yourself, uh, from your selling perspective on whatnot, and they're like, hey, you know, we're, we're a new TCG, you know, we'd love to send you a couple boxes, you know what I mean, like, it's, it's different ways for them to also kind of help spread the um, their name, get their product out there. Uh, it's cool. You know, I, I have nothing wrong with, like I said, whatnot as a as a general company and the way, you know, like box breaks and stuff like that. My thing is just there's so many times I've tuned into streams and the, the engagement is just really kind of funky. You know what I mean? You got a lot of the Pokeball or 69, 420 type guys that are very much trying to hype up stuff. I mean, we've seen people, um, kind of trying to like artificially increase pricing, you know, getting mad when, you know, a price, uh, an auction doesn't reach a certain price. And I mean, I kind of understand that, but that I think about like eBay sellers, it's the same thing for them. You know what I mean? If you're a newer seller, you're probably not getting the same traffic. So your sales are going to be a little lower compared to, say, some of the others. It's all, you know, that's the kind of the thing with a lot of these things is a lot of people have, like, a sense of entitlement. And it, it kind of creates, like, a bad environment for them. Or, I guess, for for what you're seeing with them. Because they kind of want to see, like, hey, I'm selling the same thing as so-and-so over there that has, like, 10 times the following I do. I should be getting the same prices. So I try to do the same things they do and all that kind of stuff. And I don't know. I just... I, I only really go on whatnot anymore to support friends during their streams because it's kind of like outside of that, I don't really get a sense of like inclusive community engagement. Maybe that's me. Maybe I just have stumbled in some of the wrong streams, but you know,
1: I don't know. It, it might it, be
0: personality specific or like, uh, cause I know some people
1: that uh, are fr- that friends or friends, People within our Pokemon community that do the, a lot of whatnot streaming because they're small LGS or small, uh, you know, like online have, sellers. Yeah. And yeah. so that's like one of their ways of doing it. But, you know, I have not seen any at least within our community that I'm friends with or been close to or talked to that have done the shady shit. It just doesn't make sense to me. I'm like, if you're going to put out a bounty for a pool, you should
0: be prepared for that pool. I mean, yeah, I mean, mean- well, you figure we've seen um, on large scales. Now, I will say, I don't know that this was on Whatnot. I think it was, but remember Backyard Breakers or whatever it was? The guys that we watched, all the the um, sports people that uh, acted goofy over certain cards, and they uh, had a buy in. And it was, I mean, it was an expensive buy in. If I'm not mistaken, that was like a good, like, couple hundred dollar buy in, like, per right. slot or something. And the person pulled the Trevor Lawrence, like, auto or something, and, you know, super expensive card. And they basically were like, no, we can't, we can't give this one away. We'll give you something else that's worth your money. And supposedly they did. I mean, supposedly the person was still like, oh yeah, I got something that was technically worth the value, like well worth the money. But like I, that's the problem is if you aren't willing to. I mean, they're probably making so much money off their breaks. You know what I mean? Right. Like, to, to to take that and basically be afraid to give away the card that you were. You know what I mean? Like, like I can understand that that feeling of kind of like, oh, never mind. If you did a random giveaway within it and it was kind of like, uh, all right, I'm going to run a giveaway. I haven't announced who's going to win it yet, but whatever I pull out of this pack and then you pull this $20,000 card and you're like, oh, never mind. I can't do that. Like, technically, I wouldn't be too upset about that because you didn't announce a winner. Nobody bought in. You know what I mean? Like, that's more of just kind of like, a okay, I get it. Like, I'd probably be the same, blah, blah, blah. But somebody literally bought this pack and you did not mm-hmm. give them that card. Like, that's not how that should work, you know? Okay. And You buy
1: a pack of, car- of cards from the Walmart, you pull the Chase card and that manager of that Walmart shows up, you're like, oh, sorry, yeah, you can't have this pack. It
0: takes no, it no, no. and No, no, no. Imagine going to an LGS because Walmart would be a little different. But imagine an LGS where it's a lot more of like a specific to this, right? and okay. you you're opening the packs you just bought right there and then yeah you pull that crazy card like like that's something i could see like from when that uh the mount uh, i almost said mountain uh magic the gathering uh one of one lord of the rings card like if that guy bought that at an lgs and was opening it Like the LGS owner trying to be like, oh, you know, like you just bought that here, you know, so like that was for this pile. That's not, yeah, you know know what I mean. And that's that's where I'm like, I don't know, man. I stuff like that. I wish whatnot also went back and kind of addressed a lot of stuff too, because I feel like there's some people that are still pretty big that shouldn't be big, you know what I mean? They shouldn't be on just based on different things I've seen in streams. But hey, I'm not the whatnot police, um, you know, police wanting to
1: be legit they'll follow within the guidelines and if they cannot they'll disappear
0: right and and that's the thing you know i mean we we've got a long ways to go with these things of course it's it's all uh you know um it's all still up in the air as far as how you know how whatnot will end up faring i mean the way they're looking they're trying to address and kind of correct the the boat if you will but you know we'll see maybe, maybe they do when it becomes a pretty solid company and maybe they don't. And nothing has changed, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but one of the things I'm interested in seeing is um, I know we're not typically ones to talk about sports product on here, but the NFL PA, which is the NFL players association has terminated the contract with Panini fe- mm-hmm. uh, effective immediately, which basically um, Panini has been making the cards for like a good while. They're um uh, like all the cards, I guess, that they have um, uh, You know, we're probably a little ignorant On talking on this, but Following along on this um, Panini is no longer going to be making the cards Fanatics Football will be doing so um, And it's A bunch of lawsuits that were happening You know, all that kind of stuff But Panini had the rights up until 2026 So the deal was cut three years short uh, Panini's also already lost The rights with uh, MLB, I think, to Tops. And I believe TOPS is, has been acquired by Fanatics. So, Fanatics is kind of on this crazy takeover, uh, potentially going to get NBA uh, as well, but that remains to be seen. Um, but this does also affect the college football cards. So, going forward and effective immediately, uh, the Fanatics, um, and I don't know if that means it'll be TOPS specifically or what, but they will be able to make all of the cards for college and um, the NFL. And I'm kind of curious because just on a uh, the, I guess the aspect of basically these are the last bits of Panini products. Basically, what does that mean from a collector's perspective? I mean, from the cards, but also the boxes. So a lot of these boxes um, during uh, the pandemic, they would come out and that's where we saw a ton of the scalping. And then of course, because the sports product was so limited, they moved to Pokemon, uh, but sports product has been very much scalped since. Um, now this is obviously for specific boxes. Um, if the set doesn't have particularly hot rookies or whatever cards, you know, specific chase cards, uh, they haven't been super crazy scalped. I know college cards typically aren't crazy scalped, but, um, now that might change. You know what I mean? You're talking about the last of potentially with Panini. So there, there could be that effective, like, Hey, I'd like to take a gamble and buy up some of these Panini products and just see what happens because what if the fanatics cards suck, you know, card quality could be down the, you know, uh, the, um, the card appeal could be down like the way they make the cards by design might be down because Panini also might kind of have a, um, uh, what would you call that? Uh, a copyright on design, I guess, kind of like some sort of how we designed our cards, the type of hollow patterns, whatever, you can't use that particular uh, wrong, material but, that they use versus yeah. those, some proprietary. Um, so, but this is just kind of crazy news from uh, the collectors, particularly with sports. I'm just interested to see how this will kind of go, I guess, as time goes on, because there's a lot of money in the sports cards universe, um, mainly because, People are quick to find that next Michael Jordan rookie card. They're quick to find that next Tom Brady rookie card. Uh, And what I mean by that is, hey, this guy coming into the NFL, this guy coming into the NBA is supposed to be the next greatest player. Um, Now they do a bunch of rookie autos. So you buy those card products um, to get that auto. And if you get it, you immediately sell it Uh, like Immediately, you, you send it immediately to PSA or BGS and they grade it and you pay, I don't know, $500 for that to get graded and you immediately sell it for $20,000 and the turnaround is crazy. I mean, there's been rookie cards that have sold for, I think, upwards of like a couple hundred thousand dollars, like haven't played a down, haven't played a you know a second in their uh, respective sports. And it, yeah, I, I think that's crazy. I, I could never imagine... <laughs> they Get injured before they even play that card, tank. Yeah. So to give you an idea, um, I think in was it 2017, 2018, maybe maybe 2019, but I think it was a little earlier than that. Uh, Zion Williams Williamson, I believe. Let me just to get the the name correct. Um, yeah, Zion Williamson yes. came into the NFL, or NBA. Um, he was supposed to be the next LeBron. He's you know a freak athlete, all that kind of stuff. One of those guys that. Uh, And he still is. I mean, he's a crazy athletic guy for his size. And so the idea was he was going to take the league by storm. And he had some, you know, he's got some great games and everything, but his rookie cards were selling for insane numbers because, you know, the rookie autos and all that kind of stuff, the uh, limited number cards. So one of insert number, you know, one of ones, whatever. Um, And to be fair, I mean, one could argue he's been a complete bust. Because he's missed so much time due to injuries and stuff, um, you know. Hopefully, his career turns around. I I don't have like any ill will against him on that, but it's more so just that aspect of you are taking such a risk buying these cards. You know, they had the other issue. Um, uh, what the hell is his name? John Morant. Um, John Morant, another great player in the NBA. Uh, and these are, you know, I'm just thinking of specific NBA players with this, but great. <laughs> in the nba super promising career uh he is now again suspended for uh promoting gun violence if you will uh card values have tanked uh i think right before that he had a couple of rookie autos that sold for like upwards of a million dollars absolutely insane you know um and and the thing is we've talked about this and i've seen other people make the same example of things but the fact that people take such big gambles and i get it's kind of high risk high reward when it comes to sports because these are real people so from from the aspects of like crazy like, like you know uh tom brady for example right um 199th pick overall six round draft pick they probably didn't make a ton of rookie cards for him so if you have any super special like limited rookie cards they're very very limited whereas whoever was the number one overall pick from that year probably has crazy amounts of cards out for him and you know he had one of the best careers ever by pretty much any athlete but first you know football especially so those cards are going for astronomical numbers but today's world you pretty much can get any rookie card you know for anybody who comes into the league except for maybe like undrafted rookies um but you know the point being is you're taking a huge gamble with these guys uh, Charizard is never going to, you know, unfortunately have any drug problems. Uh, Pikachu is never going to have any assault issues. You know, these guys are never going to get kicked out of Pokemon. So these are the things that people talk about when they compare TCGs versus uh, sports cards is you're taking a huge risk on these people. Cotton the Valley with the jinx. Right. You know what I mean? Like there's just so many things that it's like, sure. In theory, Pokemon could tank and that would be crazy. Odds are it won't. I mean, I'm not saying it couldn't eventually die off, and you know, but even if it died off as a company, the cards probably would hold the crazy value, you know what I mean? Because that would just mean they're getting older and more rare, you know, especially like the already old cards.
1: You'd have to see it downright like banned, like no one allowed to even have like the visual burn on site type situation, which. There's always to be a serious crashing in society for something like that to happen. Yeah. When they're burning our Charizards tr- and Stunfists, that's when we
0: have to worry about who we elected.
1: You yeah, know? Very, much,
0: very much. But that's where I'm just like, you know, when you see these crazy prices for sports cards, you know, I don't know. I I could never do it. If I had the money, I could see. I could see it for players that are, you know, your Tom Brady's who have retired now and stuff like that. But to be fair... Tom Brady could still do something dumb in his life and ruin his essence in a way. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like
1: he's already done it. He, when he threw the, the title from one boat to the other, I was like, okay. you
0: "Son of a bitch!" Well, <laughs> <I'm talking laughs> about, you know, more serious matter there, but yeah, that's the plate gate wasn't enough. I, I trust me. I'm only using Tom Brady as a fair example. I hate Tom Brady, uh, so you know. But anyways,
1: for me, for me this would mean a lot to you. Tom Brady,
0: Ben Roethlisberger. I appreciate that. I, I 100% agree. I think, you know, I, one could argue, though, we've talked about the uh, the potential off-the-field issues, but uh, we'll leave it at that. Uh, but that was just...
1: Tom uh, Brady, Brett Favre, I mean, right <laughs> now,
0: <so. laughs> That was just some crazy uh, tidbits, though, from the uh, sports world. We'll see how that affects things. I mean, like I said, it's effective immediately, so I don't know. I... We'll have to check in on some of the prices as My things go up that,
1: down. Does this actually mean like because they're saying that Fernandico is trying to do a takeover? I mean, is that a situation that like the because they're saying like they're going to try to stop it, and that's probably a like government going like monopoly situation can't have that. But I don't know. As you said, we're still kind of amateurs on the whole situation. We don't know the whole ins yeah. and
0: outs on the sports so situation. As of right now, they have not gained the rights from the NBA Players Association. So, uh, And that would just be the main sports. You know what I mean? I don't know where uh, soccer stands as far as that goes or football for uh, for the uh, other side of the world. But um, as far as just the NFL goes uh, – and Technically, I think the way I, I read that, and anyone who's watching this that understands this better, please correct us in the comments or chat below. But Tops is who runs baseball and is owned by Fanatics. So, however you view that, I don't know. Uh, I know a lot of people don't care about Tops too much, but you know, if you're a baseball fan, that's I guess your only option. But so, you still have
1: Tops uh, upper deck and a few other ones up in the league, but I don't. I that's different. I, I haven't been paying attention totally 100%. I could be thinking
0: 1993 still. Yeah. So. <laughs> neither, neither do I. I don't know enough about the sports stuff as far as that goes. I just thought that was kind of an interesting tidbit of information. Uh, and it, it may not even be that big of news. You know what I mean? Like from the overall standards of what people think, they might not really care. Maybe people are ready for it. I don't know. I – I don't collect enough. I only pretty much worry about the football cards at, at all when I do collect any because that's the only sport I follow enough to know, and I pretty much only focus on my boys, the Steelers. So I think I could similar – if I'm going to say it, this feels similar to the the 2K
1: versus EA uh, situation yeah. when NFL rights were there, and there was like, oh, there was no issues. Yeah. We still got no. quality games on both sides. It was fine. Uh, I mean, now that quality is dropped, but hey. I mean, (laughs) because there's a monopoly.
0: (laughs) eh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: EA does not have any chance to be beat by anybody. It sucks. Like, nobody will be able to topple them. I mean, we need an NFL blitz game. That's all I'm saying.
0: I mean, I think they should make blitz. They should make. um, Mutant Football League. No, uh, what was that called? Um, NFL Street. That was a really fun game, NBA Street. That was an NBA awesome Street game for the shit, dude. I, I love uh, those. At one point, they made FIFA. Um, f- think about it, they could do NHL too, and just do more like uh, the rollerblading, like uh, in uh, the Mighty Ducks. When I think it was Mighty Ducks too, if you remember. When knuckle puck, yeah, they meet the knuckle puck kid. I can't remember his name now, but they do the rollerblading instead. Um, stuff like that would be cool. I think that'd be awesome, but you know, whatever. Um, so so moving on. are lame. <laughs> moving on to a subject that I know Sudan really wanted to talk about. Uh, what do we got here, Sudan? Let us know. Puzzles.
1: It's super cool. Really of course. <laughs> so it's it's might be kind of simplistic, but I'm a big puzzle fan. I like puzzles, and this, this one right here, this one, this yeah. one is pretty cool. Yeah, I the pixels for the 151, that one's super cool. It's a thousand-piece puzzle. What's great about for that puzzles, you can turn them into posters, and they're fun to build. It's kind of like Lego sets and stuff. But the one I was really kind of pointing out is that we saw, like, this one right here. And for those on the audio side, this is the Ocean Wave Friends or something like that. We pointed this out last Jesus. week. Um, They released the mats. A whole bunch of new yeah, mats, play mats. sleeves, yeah. and deck boxes, I think. Mm-hmm. And what's cool is this, this one was one of those playmats mats and it actually sold out immediately. And for me, the playmat was an appeal, but this is more of an appeal because it, I look at the box. The box looks like it might be a fun kind of a collector item as well. Oh, yeah. Got that really cool
0: thousand yeah. piece puzzle. That's pretty awesome to me. And for those oh. of you still watching it or listening that has you know don't don't know what we're talking about, you got a surfing Pikachu, a Polytoad. I believe those are other uh, oh. Polywags. Yeah. Right. Um, you got your uh, oh my Dragon god, Dragonair. Yeah, I don't know why I wanted to say Nidoran so bad. uh, <laughs> king, uh Horsey, Totodile, Marill, Dugong. Uh, Squirtle, Lapras, Ho-Oh, or ho Jesus Christ. Lugia, or Lugia, as some people say, uh, flying over. And I don't remember, is this Corsicle? Cors- Corsola. Corsola, close enough. Um, no, so there's a cool. lot of Pokemon on this. It's very cool. Anyways,
1: you know. Corsolo was from the Galar because it was the dead
0: one. You were, you were <laughs> close. So, and if you look, you, I can't zoom in any further, unfortunately. But if you could zoom in really far, I believe that is uh, some sort of uh, location in the background. Um, huh. Some sort of, uh, I don't know, like gym stadium type of deal, something like that, because um, that's kind of like a pokeball type of thing on there. But it's
1: art style similar to like old Japanese uh, or even Chinese wall scrolls, where they just take like some sort of area. they've. I've, they've done several art sets uh, similar to it, so it's super, super cool to see this one. The uh, this one's one. really nice, too. Yeah, it's just some really, really fun Christmassy stuff. And if you like puzzles, I, honestly, I'm a puzzle kid. I, I had fun with those.
0: So I'm, I, I'm I hate doing them. puzzles, but I do like the idea, like you were saying, if you built it. Because um, what is it you do? You like glue the back or something like that to make it kind of stay in place, like a light glue and then put it in like a shadow box or whatever. You can do that,
1: or you. Uh, what I used to do back in the eighties is we just take Elmer's glue, you know, flip it over, fit Elmer's glue, and then newspaper on top. Oh yeah, of yeah. That something just to make it not come
0: apart. Right. Yeah, this would be a cool one. This is uh, a bunch of baking Pokemon. Um, they've all it's holiday themed, of course. You got your Pikachu wreaths. Um, this one is a really cool one. This one's that more cutesy. Especially with the holidays, I mean, if you have kids, this would be a fun one to put together with the kids. Uh, it's actually cheaper. Too. It's actually oh, they got another one here too. This is the magical night garden Pokemon, uh, and this one is very um, night, yeah, night based. A lot of like spark, uh, not sparkly colors, but like almost like neon type of colors. It'd be cool if this one was uh, black light too. Like, imagine if it had black
1: light reaction. It probably still would. I mean, you could the colors that are on it are pretty awesome that have fit on there. But I mean, it's going to sell out. as the Moonbryon.
0: True, although well, people won't. I don't know. I mean, none of them have sold out. Uh, this one is the most bland one in my personal opinion. It's the Evolutions. I know I'm going to get some hate from some of the Lucian fans out there, but it's just I don't know. It's kind of basic. This would be cooler yeah. as a play mat, in my opinion, but it was a playmat mat. i believe this was one of the another one that was a playmat
1: if not it was also one of those sets that was released in japan that we never got over here but i don't to keep on top on those uh because it, it's hard to keep up on all the different playmats and such that they release but i just thought these were cool for under 20 bucks 20 19 for some 16.99 for some
0: yeah it's, you figure um, the 19 dollars ones are the uh the 8 bit, whatever pixel one, um, the thousand people, oh, these ones are, I guess it's cause it's uh, also the size of the, yeah. So makes sense, I guess a thousand versus 500, but yeah, for $20 good or good less amount of
1: time, you know, yeah, I
0: mean, if you, if you got kids, especially like some of these more fun ones up here, uh, the nostalgic of this one too, I mean, for anybody, but you know, cheap little gift to put together or whatever, if you're into that, um, some other fun releases, uh, so, obviously, there's those. Um, we got one of those uh, Pokemon moods, the little figures. This is Skitty uh, getting into some yarn. Um, it's very, very fitting, you know, the, the kitty Pokemon playing with the yarn, of course. Is this um, Funko?
1: Uh, let's see. Because I know they worked with Funko for like that Pikachu line and
0: then the Eevee line. Yeah. I don't see anything about it that says Funko, so I don't think so. I'm not sure how that works. I know they've done a bunch of those, though, and I know the I know the Funko thing you're talking about. Um, they've also dropped some more shirts and hoodies and stuff. Personally, not a big fan of most of these, mainly because it's Pokemon that I don't really care for, but you've got your Grievert hoodie. It's that heather light blue. Um, I wouldn't wear this mainly because it's too light. I, I typically wear very dark colors these days. The maroon here looks pretty cool. This is with Tinkaton. I'm not a big Tinkaton fan. Nothing against Tinkaton. Just, you know, not my favorite. Uh, you got the black I'm shirt. To explain what it is mm-hmm. when I'm wearing it. True. Um, I, I'm pretty much gonna rock more of like your your typical, you know, Charizard, uh, Pikachu, the you know the first two region starter or something like that. Um, here's a black Tinkaton shirt uh, for the shirt side of things, and a navy uh, Griever shirt. Now, this is the one thing I gotta say that I dislike about Pokemon. I wish they would do like all your colors, you know? Like, oh, okay, I Mm -hmm. I like this Tinketongue shirt. Here's all your sizes. Here's your colors. Add to cart. You know? Like, black, red, blue, purple, or, like, why not, you know? I get that, like, to a degree, once you get to certain colors on here, it would look pretty crappy, but, like, that's for me to decide. (laughs) You know? Like, I don't know. That's one thing I've always disliked about Pokemon when it comes to the clothing is they don't always do the The, uh, all the different designs, in my personal opinion. Maybe you feel different, um, but I'm just glad it's actually featuring
1: some of the newer Pokemon instead of the traditional ones that they always get, like,
0: you know, Venusaur, Charizard. 100%. I, I definitely love from a merchandise thing, they do a lot more with the newer Pokemon than they do with most other things. Um, so here you've got your Tatsugiri Pokemon, um, These are those weird fish ones from uh, the new game. Uh, So if you've played Scarlet and Violet, uh, you know about these. Um, It's a one pin for all... or No, it's it's three different pins. Sorry. Three different pins, uh, $18.99. So that's not too bad. Uh, I'm not a big pin collector like that. I've been buying some custom pins from people, like uh, Pin Swags. Um, I've shown some of his stuff. He makes really cool pins. Nothing against the Pokemon pins, Pokemon Center pins, but... You know, I, I like the idea of variety and stuff. And of course, like I'm not going to buy this Tinkaton one here or the Tatsugiri ones. I want the pins I want. So you know, the Charizards and stuff like that. I wouldn't uh, be proud of a Tinkaton. I mean, if it
1: came in a set, like it came in a box set, I'm not going to pay ten bucks for a Tinkaton
0: pin on its own. i you know, I'd rather buy a plushie. Fair enough. I mean, you know, I agree. I would also probably go for the plushie over that, but uh you know how some people are. And then of course for you coffee drinkers, uh there's some, well, there's one more pin, all the way oh, by the way, the Grievert Pokemon pin. I don't like dead dogs, uh that kinda you know but uh for you coffee drinkers there's some mugs here, the Grievert and the Tinkaton. Now I don't know why they focus so heavily on the Grievert and Tinkaton, but they did, and uh there you go. Also some of I the Paradox. Do what? Because Fido was a failure, and so they (laughs) needed to get the dog. And Tinkerton's a beast, I guess. I don't know. Tinkerton is a beast, actually. I will say, uh, from a uh, VGC perspective, I don't know about TCG, but from the VGC perspective, very much so. It hits hard. Uh, I was just trying to check and see if that uh, that special uh, uh, deck, or not deck, the uh, sleeves and Playmat are uh, back up, but they are not, unfortunately. So, that sucks.
1: Yeah, I don't know. I I got the take a ton deck to see if it would be a playable one versus getting the Chi and Pow. But, uh, honestly, I really regret getting it because it's really not an easy deck to get rolling, unless I just don't know what I'm doing. I probably don't because I played it against Red and he just... Pokemon dead, Pokemon dead, Pokemon dead. Like, leave me alone, Ren.
0: <laughs>
1: you know, that's just kind of how it ended up happening.
0: But well, maybe some practice with it and you'll get better. I don't know.
1: I don't know. I've been doing – that's the one thing I, I, would, I would like to point out about the TCG Live that I am not a fan of. The original TCG Online or map that they had had a lot of PVE situations where you could play against the computer – and you can build your decks. You can run your decks through with these computers through a lot of different ones. That way you get used to it. You get better with the... Comp- and if you can find out really early if a deck is just not viable. If you can't beat a computer, then you're just not going to run that. And I wish they had more of that in the new TCG Live. I really
0: do. Yeah. but um, So we, I guess, are uh, at the end of our topics here. So it is time for... Oh, I don't
1: know.
0: Uh-oh, pickups of the week. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Sudon <laughs> has something really special to show us. Um, if he's ready. My beard.
1: Oh, look, beautiful. the beautiful beard is... We got a box uh, sent to us by... Uh, The wonderful folks over at Legions of Will. Uh Uh-oh.
0: Forgotten tribes, eh?
1: Forgotten tribes. There's a little bit of cat hair on there, too. I promise it got here today. Oh, So, I'm going to open it up. I'm not sure what they said to us. They messaged me the other day and they're like, We want to send you some stuff to check out for the podcast. And so, we're going to go ahead. And, uh, I actually was sitting here, I'm like, I don't have any pickups. What are we going to do for pickups? I'm like, Oh, yeah, we're doing that. I forgot. But uh, <laughs> I'm uh, Legions of Will. They sent us the original set, their first set um, La Chaos Ascension. Yeah, it's Guest Ascension, and we opened some of those and some giveaway on that as well. I believe we did a giveaway on that
0: one. Yeah, we, I think, Uh, did separate giveaways. Uh, I think uh, you and Zen did a live opening and did some giveaway stuff. I did did an opening from when I got the uh, boxes originally and gave away some packs, and I think Ren might have done a giveaway as well. I could be wrong on that. Maybe Ren was stingy with his. I don't know.
1: Maybe I, I know I still have packs and I still have to do a giveaway or two on that one, but it's one of those uh, baby steps. They'll come along. They'll come along, I'm sure. So, for what it looks like? We got ourselves oh five of the eighty or uh, looks like booster boxes of the Forgotten Tribes. Oh, yeah, and I got to pull up the other thing you uh, sent. This is the second set for them. Their first one is a Chaos Ascension. I have seen some of the polls they've been posting up on Instagram from this set. It is looking gorgeous. But it looks like they also sent some other goodies. Let's take a look and see what's in this little package here. Oh. This up here. So it looks like it's uh, packages of. Uh, some promos so we'll be sending that off to the guys and we'll kind of see where we'll do with that and it looks like and i know ren's gonna be about one of these we got <laughs> the individual decks that came through on these ones oh super awesome maybe we can do a Legions of will tournament yeah i mean oh we're God. all gonna have to learn on that one <laughs> yeah that would be fun uh we're going to hopefully have the folks over at Legion of the Will back on here here pretty soon on the podcast. we am just kind of seeing what's hot on that one. But thanks, Legion of the Will, for sending this over. Uh, at least the physical thing you sent over to us. Uh, I know that they, uh, they just released a set and then uh, they have another set coming here pretty soon. Um,
0: Do you want me to... Yeah, did you want to... Well, I guess, yeah, I guess I can share the screen. So let me get it pulled up. Um, But you can talk about it if you have it pulled up still. First things first is they
1: sent over some unique exclusives. So you never see this anywhere before now. This is the first time anyone is seeing this. Um, The Angelic Invocator. uh, This is coming from the next set that they're going to be releasing. He said, uh, they said around at the end of September. No set date on it. Just kind of keep your eye open on it. Uh, the set is going to be called uh, what is it? A journey to, into the abyss. Now this set oh. is a limited, limited set, and uh, it's going to be only three hundred and thirty-three boxes in print for it. Wow. Yeah, and they're going to have a. Uh, it's a mini set, ten cards per box, and here is the second card that they sent to us as a, as a reveal from this set, uh, the set. The Septurian Priest. Yeah. Yep. It's super, super awesome. I love, we love Legion's of Well, they got such cool cards and such great, great, great quality on their stuff. Um, but there's gonna be a limited set 10 cards per box, uh, 10 card packs. That's a, I think you might have written that wrong, but uh, 66 card set, and uh, it's gonna be very limited coming at the end of uh, September. So, it, uh, there's no pre orders and uh-huh. it'll be
0: available online. So, yeah, this this is just going back to the forgotten tribes here. Not to uh, to switch gears too much, but I know that we we aren't opening the product that, that we were sent just yet. So I wanted to showcase some more of this. This is the box opened up. These are some of the pack arts here. Um, Ren is going to have a field day with this because it's got that Viking vibe. Um, oh, yeah. I know Ren is all gung ho with his Viking lifestyle now. Um, <laughs> so, but there are a lot of really cool cards. I mean, these are. They have that more, uh, some of the cards, obviously, not all of them. They have more of that, uh, like, demonic-ish or whatever. Um, yeah, that versus Angel kind of situation. Yes, 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 exactly. Demon versus Angel, that's exactly what it is. Um, here's a, a pack opening, maybe? Yeah. Um, so these are some of the packs that, I guess, we'll be opening from those boxes. Just for an example, it uh, looks like there is a card trick. It looks like it was two to the uh, front. Um, so just looking at some of the cards here... Uh, yeah, they, they make really, really unique artworks here. I really dig their stuff. Um, and it's cool. Like uh, the fact that they even, oh look at that. Uh, the fact that they even, uh, keep us in mind, um, you know, to send us stuff is, is really, really cool. We're very appreciative yeah. of that as a group. Um, so we're excited to, uh, get the boxes, um, you know, get some, some pools going. Uh, we'll probably end up trying to reschedule a live, um, and and figure that out but that'll uh that might take some finagling because uh with with four or five of us there's a lot of schedule differences and all that kind of stuff man looking at that card in the back that almost looks like the witcher right it's um, got that, that white hair you know oh man and i mean not not taking anything away from this card uh but that card back there reminds me of the witcher um so that's really love- cool there's I love a lot of the arts. The
1: hollow foils are always really good. According to the new set that's coming out, not this one, the uh, Journeys to the Abyss, there's going to be six plus um, secret rares textured only. So that's going to be, uh, and uh, there's serialized promos in each box for the first 66 sales. So, wow. um, Yeah, check that out. That's going to be pretty awesome. One in 66 chance, or four, you know, getting one of the numbered. Yeah. I'm all about the
0: angels. Give me this card now. If I pull that card, i like <laughs> right on. Yeah, this is uh, right still from Forgotten Tribes, so you have a chance, Sudon. You figure you have uh, 36 packs there. Now, it looks like from what I'm reading with this, uh, oh, okay, this is the Angel of Redemption Secret Rare number 270 of 255. Okay, I thought it was limited to X amount made, it's so amazing. I was like, oh. Yeah, that's that's a really gorgeous card there. Man. It's extra- wow. Wow. I can't wait to see it when I pull it. Yeah. So super excited for that! I actually, um, when I don't, I don't have any pickups of the week actually myself. Um, so because Sudan um, hyped me up on that uh, to let us know about that, I actually wanted to open a few packs from the base set that they did. So I've got got some packs right here. I just grabbed three packs. I'm going to go ahead and open these uh, just to have some fun with it. You know what? I kind of regret not having any uh, uh, scissors. Which I'm surprised I don't have scissors because I had some scissors, but they have they have a tear tab, so we'll we'll use the tear tab. The tear tab, honestly, for any card game is usually never great. So um, nothing against them specifically. Digimon has a tear uh, tear tab and it sucks. Tear tabs are never the way to go uh, in general. If you get look at you man, are those those are haircutting scissors? The ones this is
1: haircutting. This is for uh, <laughs> cutting. I guess food. But they go in this here drawer here because I'm responsible. about it. It's right next to the clippers.
0: You know, what's funny is I actually bought one of those um, storage bin thingies to shove under my desk for that purpose. Mm -hmm. I was going to keep like scissors and other handy items. And, you know, what's not in there is anything at all, actually. I didn't didn't put anything in there. All right. Let me see. Focus. Yeah. (laughs) It's like you buy an organizational thing and
1: then all you do is put in candy or something. No, I didn't put anything in. Like, I'm just
0: straight-up garbage. All right, I can't get it to focus all that well. It was focused for literally a second. Eh. Let me, all right, I need this to focus because these cards need need the respect. Come on, now. So remember,
1: check out End of the Subshare. Go. It's going to be Journey to the best. 333 limited mini set coming out for Legions of Will. 10 cards per box, 10 card packs, same... Breakdown of rarity. They said it's going to be 62 card set. Hollow and non-hollow of each. And texture-only secret rares.
0: Potion of poison. Ooh. Libra, okay, well, the mediator. Kingdom and restoration. kingdom restoration. So I don't believe either of these are holographics, but we got a couple more packs to go. So maybe... Um, Another pack art there for you, uh, but yeah, we we are big fans. Um, I know Legions of Will is also still kind of getting things going um, as a as a whole. Obviously, a newer TCG. I don't think they've run anything on Kickstarter yet, um, which is kind of crazy when you think about it. Because almost every TCG and their mom has done a a, a Kickstarter. Um, so that kind of says a lot if you ask me. That. They've been able to kind of fund everything off of basically just, you know, crowd, I guess, promise, if you will, I guess. I don't really know how, how you put that correctly. Um, so forgive me for not really knowing. But, you know, that idea that they have, you know, actual true fans and not to say that people who run Kickstarters don't have actual true fans. I just mean that in their case, they, you know, wait a second. That's uh-huh. a holographic. That is a wicked yeah. hollow. Oh, ah, man. There you go ancient black dragon. Oh, wow. That hollow is kind of crappy to see on here. Unfortunately, I'll try to take a picture and post it to Instagram and stuff. But it is it is very nice in person. Um, followed by... Ooh, ooh, got the kitty. Uh, if it would focus. Come on, you piece of crap. Oh, no. All right.
1: It's <laughs> and...
0: So oh, of course, that one focused so easy. There you go. Gosh, God. Wow, it um, was like focusing specifically on your chin. Yeah, it's so just like, like, what is that nastiness down there? They're
1: all like, it's all <laughs> like with this milk mustache here. Let's focus in on that. And you're like, no, the cart, damn it. No, the card.
0: So it's funny. Um, uh, <laughs> I had uh, shaved everything off uh, a couple weeks ago um, because I was getting together with family and stuff. And I was like, uh, I don't know. I'm going to get made fun of, I'm pretty sure so i shaved everything off and um i went to the gym like the day after shaving everything off so i'm back to you know super baby face grumpy and this old man walks up and just like i have headphones blasting so i'm you know not like this i have like airpods but he knows i'm listening to headphones and he just comes up in front of me and just goes and he's like talking and i was like like do i have shit all over my face and then he goes like i'm like what are you saying like you know and he's like it looks a lot better and i was like <laughs> thanks dude <laughs> random so,
1: guy you've been watched thats crazy.
0: yeah i was just like all right guy thanks i thought that said suit on for a second not gonna lie uh Triaka frog patch that's actually a very interesting art there uh you got your treacherous bog um affliction oh
1: mm-hmm.
0: uh, did that say bunker yeah, bunker, fort, Orver. Oh, Helena, mm-hmm. the cleric. I thought that was a hollow for a second. Oh, this is a hollow. Libra, Libra the, mediator. the mediator. So we actually got the hollow version of a card we pulled uh, in the first pack, I believe. And oh, we got a uh, actually two cards here. Um. Angel of Eternity, nice. And our Z- Zadim's throne. Zadim. Oh yep, Zadim. Yep. Um. So overall, I'm pretty solid on that. I like uh, the Hollows. Uh, I don't believe in my first opening. I got but one Hollow. So to get two in this one, if I had just gone a couple packs deeper, we would have got these. So hey, pretty cool. Pretty cool fun. stuff. Though. And I'm excited um, for this uh, new set too. And you know, obviously the set you were talking about too, with as far as um, that goes, uh, being a more limited set. You know, um, the box looks amazing. The first box looked pretty cool too. They do a holographic—oh, excuse me—they do a holographic style to their box, um, as you can see. So something to think about it. there. It's something
1: about shiny on the on the shelf that just draws your attention.
0: I agree. I agree. I think, it, I think it's a, an interesting move. And they also did, um, what was that called? Uh, I guess they're not really uncut sheets, but like unput put together boxes. I don't know if you remember during one of our interviews, uh, Anthony talked about that, that they did uncut, or I keep wanting to say uncut. I, I guess it's uncut. I don't know. Unformed boxes. Um yeah, so he was doing, I think, giveaways at one of the Collecticons. This was, you know, back when we had uh, interviewed him last. So well past, I believe. Um, but yeah, so definitely, definitely check that out. Sudon's going to be sending those over um, hopefully soon. And we'll do, like I said, a, a live of some sort. We'll have to schedule it with the guys um, because it looks like we have an extra box in there. Not not 100% sure, but if there is an extra box we can split that for sure and do some sort of live with uh, some giveaways involved. Um, so that will be really fun uh, and definitely check out legions of will. Just in general, we have uh, we've had them on twice now um, and we'll have their link down below for like their Instagram and stuff. They have a website as well. I believe it's uh and their link tree and everything. Uh, so if you're ever interested in anything, they have you know lots of breakdowns on how to play Um, They've got creator applications if you're really interested in all that kind of stuff, Uh, retailer applications if you're uh, an LGS, um, all kinds of stuff. So make sure you're following them, um, showing them some love and support. Tell them that the uh, Cardboard Addicts podcast sent you um, because they're a good group of people. They've got great artwork, great artists, um, and Anthony, I believe, is the main guy driving the ship there. Uh, he's a really cool guy. He's been on both times that we've uh, done the interviews. Um, and it'd be cool. cool. Yeah. We had a great conversation with him. Um, and it'd be really cool too, to also have him on with some of the artists, if that's ever a possibility. Uh, no pressure, Anthony, if you can't make that happen, but <laughs> 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 uh, that'd be really cool. Or, you know, potentially we can reach out to the artists and uh, just schedule a time with them too, because we've done some artist highlights back when we did um, some of them with a uh, meta Uh And they're always fun to talk to. I mean, cause you know, they're, they have a life and what got them into art and all that kind of stuff too. And that's always kind of fun to hear. So the uh, that behind that. some of these cards, it's kind of interesting too. That too. And you figure typically they're also doing other work as well, whether it's other TCGs, re- you know, random artwork of their own, whatever. So um, there's, there's a lot behind that kind of stuff and, you know, they're creators themselves, obviously. So, um, but go ahead.
1: Uh, I was just I'm, I'm losing strength. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> Anyways, no, that, no. I'm excited to open these boxes. I really yeah,
0: me too, for sure. Um, but I think that will wrap up this episode. Um, lots of great stuff to unpack there. So, uh, you know, leave us some comments on what you thought of stuff. You know, the whatnot situation, the NFL card situation, so on and so forth. Um, Be on the lookout for some of these uh, legions of will openings and stuff or the live schedule whenever that happens. Um, So make sure you're following us down below on uh, our social medias like Twitter, um, Instagram, all that kind of stuff. We'll have our discord link down below. Yeah, X. It's now X. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) But anyways, we thank you so much for uh, being with us during this. Um, Thank you so much for everyone who participated in our first ever. Uh, Cap TCG live tournament it Was a lot of fun all winners. Yeah congratulations that, to everybody In theory um, we, all, we all made Friends and did our best right uh, So we're, we're in a sense all Winners um, but Please enjoy the rest Of your Monday or whatever day it is you're watching this uh, And we hope you have a Great rest of your week Peace
1: it, Tacos